California, but this is a business show, you silly man. Uh, I was hoping for a rain dance. Well, why, that would be a lot of fun, and we do have a lot of fun on the show. What we do is we help small and... It's 6 o'clock. Hey, everybody. It's time for the Joke Workshop here on Mutiny Radio. Yay! It's that Monday fun day where everyone brings out their new material here at the Joke Workshop, I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. Also training today, Eric Way, or Lupus, or whatever you want to call yourself. <laughs> yeah, uh, He has a new show coming up on the station. It's going to be every Tuesday from 4 to 6 called This Human Experience. He's going to be training today, running them once and twos with me. Hi, Pam. How Very, are we doing? Hey, doing great. What's up, guys? Let's have a good joke workshop. I'm Yay! excited. Hey, remember that this is as good as you guys want it to be. The more comments you give and the more you pay attention, the better the show will be. If you don't give a fuck, well, then it's going to suck. And that's just the way it is. It's fine. Just remember, if you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, at least make the bread taste good. That's a compliment sandwich. Tasty brioche bun, maybe toasted, maybe a little bit of like sauce on there. And then uh, the shit in the middle and a nice toasty bun so they barely recognize that you're giving them criticism. All right, Uh, we have a list. We have people. It's going to be fun. Remember that you're going to get a four-minute set when you hear the horn. That means you have a minute. Uh, And then we'll give four minutes of commentary to your jokes. Your first comedian of the night. Put your hands together in a slappy-like motion for John Alcabez. 22 inches on my toes. Hack my face from a face all grown. You know, What's up? Yo, um, let's see. I wanted to talk about my line of work. Um, I work for an app, not coding it, just obeying it, just doing what it says, taking food where it tells me to take food. Um, has anyone ever worked for one of those apps, like Postmates, or I work for one called Saucy? Mine is, it's, it's, it's called Saucy, it's a, it's, I deliver booze to people, either like a big keg for a party or a, a whiskey to one sad man, so it kind of ranges on how cool it is. Um, it's a dumb, dumb job, um, and I do it because I'm a dumb, dumb idiot, and it just, it's, 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 it's just, it's dumb. It's a fucking toy that rich people have on their phone that they use so that I can buy burritos and Bart and not die, not pass away and perish. Um, I don't know. And it's, it's fucking, it's, people like these apps because it, people like working for them because it feels like you don't have a, jo- a boss, right? That's their big selling point. Like no boss, you don't have a boss. When the truth is you do have a boss, like there's still a 25-year-old millionaire who's making money off of you, but he just doesn't get to yell at you, I think is the big jumping off point. I don't like getting yelled at. A 25-year-old millionaire who dresses exactly like me somehow. Um, I really wish rich techies would dress better just so like, because they dress like, just so I could differentiate myself from them. Because people like... People see me and they think that's what I might be and I have to be like, no, this is the best I can do. I don't know what's going on with that guy. This is me at 100%. Um, yeah. 
but they're kind of geniuses. They are a little bit of geniuses because mostly anyone who's delivered for one of these apps has brought food to some tech company in the financial district, right? They've brought food. And what are these people doing that they're so busy that they can't leave for five minutes to get a goddamn sandwich? They're just making up other ways for you to bring them shit. That's all they're doing. They're just inventing new ways to underpay you to bring them shit, but you're cool with it because you get to smoke weed on the job. That's all. That's all they're doing. Fucking the financial district. Does anyone work in the financial district? If you do, I apologize. And maybe do do earmuffs. Financial district makes me a little less sad about 9-11. Because, like, that was their financial district, and it's like, oh, no. Oops. Maybe don't have ve- maybe venture capitalists just don't have capitalist in the name of your job, and I won't wish 9/11 upon you. And obviously there are people, there are good people died in 9/11, but there for most of those people there must have been a moment in the tower where they're like, oh my god, my family, my wife, my kids, what are they gonna do? And then they're like, oh hey, my fucking piece of shit boss is gonna do- die too. Yo, hell yeah, you know. Um, all right, that's about as well as that'll ever do. They say not to gauge your jokes on the opinions of four comedians, but that's probably where that 9-11 joke is going. That's probably it's, um, anyway. So now I work for a, a hot dog cart, um, called Let's Be Frank. Which is a, don't lie, that's a stupid, it's a stupid name and I hate it. Sometimes a customer will come up and get a hot dog, and they're like, well, let's be frank, that's funny. And I'm like, you think that's funny? I'm not serving you. Get out of here. Leave. And they're like, We're, this is a hot dog stand. We're outside. And I'll be like, there's the door, buddy. And I'll point to the door across the street, which is like a person's house, and so that's confusing for them. Um, but I like working at like a cart because sometime I'll show up, sometimes I'll show up. Like one time I showed up to work half an hour late, and the cart wasn't there. And I don't know if you've ever showed up to work late and your job's not there, but it feels exactly like coming. Have you ever come? It feels like that. All right, cool. Tell me everything you've ever thought about me now. John Alcabez wants all of your comments now. Uh, grab a microphone. Figure it out. I like, to, I like if you ask the audience if they'd come before. Let's, yeah. If you've ever cummed, I think that'd be cool. Cummed is good. Cummed is good. Uh, other one, uh, uh, actually, you know, the funny thing, too, about the boss thing is, like, uh, you work with you work for an app because you don't want a boss, but it's, like, now you get to make everybody your boss, like, because everybody you're delivering to is now oh, yeah. your control. Because I did uh, the caviar Postmates thing. It's a fucking nightmare. Mm. <laughs> other than that, I uh, just cough some sickness into this microphone, and that's about it. Sick. <laughs> John, John, John. Comment, if I will. <laughs> Let's be frank. 9-11 joke. Not too soon, too late. I mean, 9-11 jokes, they're kind of... <laughs> Fair. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. Fair enough. But, but other than that, let's be frank, it's, it, it, was, it was kind of funny. Cool. Oh, John Alcabez, everyone! Yay! Yay, and then yay! 9-11, too soon, too late. Yay! They're still dead. Oh! Um, Stephen King wrote a really cool short story about um, people's 
things that were on their desk at 9-11 that kept showing up at this other woman's house and she had to go give them to these family members. It was really beautiful. It was Stephen King, like, sort of, you know, memoriam to the... Anyway, I love... I'm sorry. I don't mean to bring everything to Stephen King, but... You know, it was, it was actually in New York. It was, he said it somewhere else. It was surprising. Your next comedian, he's going to set his comedy right here. He's going to set it down in your feet at MutantRadio.fm right now. Uh, I'm really excited because this is the first time that I've put in the name Chris and his name popped up first. So you're the number one Chris on my list. Yeah, I like your new haircut. Everybody clap wildly for Chris Vialta. Hey, thank you very much. Hey, down to two. How we doing? Uh, we got one in the bathroom too, so we're all fun. It's all fun and games here. I uh, kind of an anxious guy. I'm kind of nervous. No big surprise. Who isn't anymore, right? Kind of like a hobby now is to be anxious, be depressed. It's like let's just do it for fun. Let's go. Right? I remember the reason why I I, I wasn't gonna talk about this, but I remember like for me, uh, depression was kind of like a competition. Like I wanted to win at it. That's why I started doing it. It was like, cause I remember me and my cousin, we were really competitive and he always beat me at everything. He beat me at getting girls, he better at sports. But then when he turned 16, he started going through some mental shit and I was like, oh, maybe I could beat him at that. So I started really trying to do that. But then he started hearing voices. I couldn't really beat that, but I tried really hard. You know, I tried really hard to beat him. Um, but I'm an anxious guy. I chew my nails a lot, chew on my nails, so. Yeah, like, unlike my act, I'm a huge nail nail biter, huge nail biter. You don't know what's going, what punchlines are going to come in. Always, constantly at the edge of my seat, always, because I can't commit. I'm afraid to commit to the seat. Like, what if, what if, what if it leaves me? I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen? Um, that's what I want to talk about. Anybody ever seen a, like, a disabled person come by and just go, like, whoa, you know, just like... Not because they're bad or anything, just because like, you, so you need some time to adjust, you know? Just like, you don't expect it. It's like coming across a curly fry and a bag full of straight cut fries. You're like, ah, oh, I didn't expect to see that. And you're, you're going to eat it anyways. It's not bad. You're still going to eat it. It's a good fry. You don't discriminate against fries, but, you know? It's a better fry, yeah. Unless it's Armenian, then you throw that fry away, you know? Then, then we don't need that fry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm part Armenian, so I don't really... Not really. I just feel better about myself if I say I'm part Armenian after that joke, so... It's more the excuse of that. Um, my uh, my mother, she's a Peruvian. My dad's Salvadorian. So like, apparently, when you mix those two, you get Filipino. I guess that's what happens. Hello, that's where I am. I forgot one part about that last joke. Uh, racism is crazy. You know, I don't know. Racism. I feel it's getting more complicated. Here's how I explain. It. Here's my impression of a racist person. Hi. Name's Dave. Welcome to Target. How may I help you? That's it. Like, if Trump has taught us anything, racists are really good at hiding it. Like, that's what happens. Like, that's basically it. I, um, no. I remember, I do look kind of Asian in my... My parents really laid into, my whole family really, really laid into the Asian stereotype jokes. They really, and I started kind of, I bought into it. Like I actually started playing into the stereotype. I had good grades. I had a bull haircut. I had like a pixelated dick. I was like super into the whole Asian thing. Like I was really, and I started being really concerned about it. Like I thought I was actually Asian for a while. I thought like my parents weren't my parents. I thought it was like a switch that birth situation. Like my parents had me and then some family in Laos just had this wide-eyed kid with an HD unpixelated dick just really like really embarrassing them because he's not doing good at school like I thought that's what was going on I'm still kind of worried about it you know I'm still kind of like I'm in like I go home for Thanksgiving 
parents gather me up and they're like, ah, Chris, you know, I don't know. You know how they say like all jokes are rooted in truth? Well, all our Asian jokes are rooted in the fact that your parents are actually Asian. Like that's, I'm afraid that might happen. It's still a possibility. There's no, conf- I don't even look like my parents that much. Um, um, I, uh, I've been having this fear that I'm constantly having a stroke. Like I'm really afraid it might be my, it might be my new cologne. Uh, Burnt Toast by Ralph Lauren. I should probably stop wearing that. Causing me a lot of anxiety. 50 bucks not worth it. Thank you everybody for your time. Thank you. Chris Vialta! Yay! Comments, comments, comments. Pixelated dick is an amazing line. You got you got something with that. Cool. I think going in to describe yourself more and just be more um, self-deprecating like that. Yeah. Okay. I, I have a note on the pixelated dick as well. I didn't. I felt like you used it as a throwaway, and you didn't really put any weight on it, and you didn't give it a precursor. So a lot of people don't know that like Asians pixelate their pubic hair, and you didn't make any mention. Now I know, I know, but not everybody knows. And I felt like you didn't give it enough weight. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't front load that funny thing because, you know. Just give give us just a bit more. Just assume we're dumber than we are. You know what I mean? Like, give us a little more leading up to it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, jokes all around. I don't have much to say, but just I don't know if that's like your normal style. But I think if you put a, like a little bit more, sell it. Yeah, just like a little know, bit more yeah. stage presence. I think it would be Definitely. you'd have it a little bit. And I don't know if it's the Asian pixelated. I think that's just Japanese, Pam. Oh, I, uh, I don't Korean watch porn anyways. Porn it's is uh, hot. <laughs> no, but good job, man. Thank you. I like the um, not the burnt toast line by Ralph Lauren. I think it's a funny bit. Cool. Um, yeah. Thank you. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I have one thing about the Dave and the Target. I feel like um, you can go farther than that. Like, maybe he works in the gun section, <laughs> and he's going after Charlie, and then you could, like, throw in, a, you know, an Asian slur here or there. Like, yeah. at the end, you know, yeah. like, to course, kind of set up. Because, like, I understand that it just it was, like, oh, I'm white, I work at Target, clearly I'm racist. But, like, I, I wouldn't mind some more, like, I feel like you can go farther into that and make it, and then you could use a word like, I mean, okay, here's me using quotations, gook or chink (laughs) or, I'm sorry, I can't do a joke with those words, but if you're Asian, I've heard people do jokes with those words that are, it's like being a black person using the N-word. Just if you have the opportunity, why not? I wish, I get to say cunt, so it makes me very happy. It's true. Uh, One more (laughs) quick comment. Um... Burn toast, uh, too early or <laughs> too late? <laughs> <laughs> Let's call that back every set. All right. Thank you, everybody. Everybody clap wildly. Chris Vialta! Oh, yeah. If you wonder what's happened in the fills today, it's Spinaface. Ow. <laughs> Who is Spinaface? I don't know. He's the guy in Oakland that gave us his CD. If you're out there and you're listening and you want to give us a CD, just send it in the mail to Mutiny Radio at 278 121st Street. San Francisco, California, 94110. And we'll play it on the radio because I don't give a fuck. Just send me your shit. Yeah! Your next comedian is going to be hilarious. Uh, Take notes if you can. Give him all your attention. Everybody clap wildly for Brendan Gay! Wow, this is great. This is great. Uh, You know, it's mostly you. Oh, yep. There we go. 
As most of you guys know, it's uh, really hard to be a minority. Um, but for me, it's even harder to convince my friends that I am one, okay? Like I text my buddy last year, I go, Black Lives Matter it means a lot to me. He replies back, he goes, it's great, but I'm really going to need my Billy Joel CD back. <laughs> All right? Uh, contrary to popular belief, I love white people. Okay, you guys are getting a lot of heat. A lot of heat. Even white people right now are like, we need to slow it down. We need to calm it down. Like, I know you guys are going to be okay. You're going to be fine because every time someone says, oh, white people are the worst, you guys are like, <laughs> we know. Nothing's going to change. <laughs> You're going to be fine. Uh, oh, just like most of our listeners out there, I'm young, fun, and sexually active, baby. Let's go. I may not get a lot, but when I do, I like it boring. I like boring sex. Just quick and efficient. Okay, socks on. Lights off. Retainer in. Go. Okay, 10 minutes less every time. Uh, yeah, I just like it simple. Okay? No candles. No incense. No music. Please, no music. If I climax Usher one more time, technically, it'll be a fetish, okay? None of that. So we're just simple. Three positions. Missionary, doggy, and the last one's a secret, okay? Let's just say if she was like, I want you to throw me against the wall, spank me, and do me all over the place. I'd be like, Jesus Christ, okay? Uh, why don't you just get on top and call me Carlton like you usually do, all right? <laughs> It's way better. <laughs> yes. That's the one. Oh. All right. Uh, I just don't know what to do after sex. Okay. So I just kind of read the body language. So I'm just like, okay. She puts her head on my chest. She, I assume she wants to stay. So I, uh, you know, I cuddle for a bit. If she puts her clothes on, uh, I assume she wants to leave. So I'll get her an Uber. You know, if she gets up and eats my groceries, I assume she's crazy and I immediately get a lift, okay? There's a couple of rules I have, a couple deal breakers. All right, uh, if you want an open relationship, I'm down. But if you open my salsa before I do, it's over, okay? If you don't know who Charles Gambino or Donald Glover are, that's all right. But if you think they're different people, oh, we're done. <laughs> If you voted for Trump, I don't care. But if you voted for Gary Johnson, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, why do we care so much about the president? Really, why do we care? Like, when has an old, rich, white guy been interesting? <laughs> Ever? I think this. And did you also hear the Kendrick Lamar album? It's been good. I never heard that. All right, you guys are right. You guys are right. One minute. All right. Uh, sh man, I work out at the shittiest place. It's horrible. Like on the hierarchy of gyms, you got, you know, your Equinox. You got your core power, you know, middle of the road. You have your neighborhood gyms, community gyms. Then you have my gym where every athletic trainer is not athletic. Okay? It's really hard to take orders from someone who has a Fitbit and Skechers. All right? Um... And then the rest of that bit uh, to be continued. All right, thank you. Yay, Brendan Gay. Yay, yay, hey. Brendan Gay. Yay, yay. Yep. 
Uh, I have a couple things. Okay. You um you mentioned Carlton, which was lovely. If you could do the dance, that would be even better. Oh wow! I right? physical comedy. And it's then, not my thing, but I'll try. Well, but he does a dumb dance, and it's dumb. You just can't dance, and it's funny because you were talking about being black yeah. and not being black, and then you brought up Carlton. And if you could just do really bad dancing, you could get. Anyone yeah. who loved Fresh Prince Bel Air would just love that. You're right. And then also after the sex thing, you had the same thing. You could call it back. Like, what do you do after sex? And then you could do the dance again. Yeah. I just yeah, I point. just saw those things because I mean, if you're going to mention Carlton, uh, you have really great stage presence, and um, I really want you to do a joke about your last name. I know I have them. You, yeah. I, have them. I mean, just. That's as an audience member. I'm like, please, yeah. please say my last name. It's gay, and then you're not gay, or you are gay. I wanted you to address it in some way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, I'm sorry. Does that make me a homophobe? Yeah, no, it's maybe. Great. Maybe I'm a homophobe too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a racist and a homophobe. Yay. Okay, more comments. Yay. Yeah. So, so you can't dance. You know, I like. Uh, no, not that I could do All it. Right, I so just that is hilarious to me. Oh, uh, it's funny. <laughs> All right. I mean, you should be able to dance. Come on. Yeah, I do look pretty it's athletic, true. right? Right. Is that how you get that? <laughs> it's good. John Alcabez, you brought it toward you and then you pushed it away. <laughs> no, it's all right. But the Usher thing, when you say if I come to Usher one more time, I would add, I might add in like a that makes it like that, like say a number. Cause like it's funny, it's funny to me Sorry. the idea that because yeah. you say if I come to Usher one more time, it's officially a fetish. It's funny to me if you have a number in mind that if you come that many times to something, it's a fetish. So if I go, if I climax Usher one more time, that'll be fifteen times. That would making be making it legally a fetish. Oh yeah, yeah. Something See, that's like good. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, that would be yeah, thirty-seven times. Yeah, thirty-seven yeah. times yeah. is a yeah. fetish. 30. Yeah, one more. And uh, if you can't do the dance move after 37 times of watching that, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Like Usher dance 37 move? Yeah. times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Usher and Carlton, too soon or too late. Let's keep it going. <laughs> oh. ah! Yay, everybody clap your hands wildly for Brendan Gay. Spin his face is pretty fucking cool, yo. All right, your next comedian. He is training right now for a new show that's going to be coming up every Tuesday from 4 to 6 called This Human Experience. Right now, you get to experience him live on the Joke Workshop. Slap your meat paws together for Eric Lupus. Yay! Thanks, guys. Mic check. Good job, Brandon. Good. He's on a 20-city tour. A 20-city tour? Is that it you said? Oh, nice, man. Good luck. No, you're a funny dude. Um, no soundtrack. It's all about the soundtrack, though. Unless she speaks another language, then you shut the music off and you have her go at it. It's fucking sexy, man. Have you ever had that? A girl speaking another language to you while during making love? No, try it. It's hot. Anyway, uh, guys, I'm from New York. Um, I love it out there. I was just recently out there. Um, everybody is smart as fuck in New York. Like, for real. Like, even the homeless people. They know exactly where on the sidewalk to take a shit, so everybody smells it. For real. That takes some physics knowledge. I saw one guy, he had his little homeless calculator. He was calculating the wind, the gravity, time wave zero. He knew exactly where. E equals MC smelly. Thank you, John. 
No, for real. It, everybody, it's New York's great. There's a lot of diversity. Um, it, just like we have out here, we have diversity, right? Um, I have a friend who's Brazilian. Uh, I love him, but everything with him has to be compared to Brazil. Everything is the best, and it's Brazilian style. It's the best, man. It's Brazilian style. It's the best. Okay. Last week, uh, we went out to lunch. He said, okay, but I know the place. It's the best. It's Brazilian style. Okay. I got there. It was in and out burger. Fucking Brazilian style. I've been doing that joke for a while. I just, you know, fuck, I got nothing new. That's what I'm just doing jokes up here. Sound like jokes at least, I think. Uh, hi. So I'm getting kind of old, man. You know you're getting up there in age when you could predict the weather the next day by just how your body feels. It's like my mom used to say, I feel it in my bones. I feel it in my bones. It's like my elbow says there's 80% chance of rain tomorrow, and my rotator cuff says bring an umbrella to work. It's always sunny out here, so it never fucking works. I don't know. It got a chuckle in New York, so I ran with it. Uh, what else, guys? I'm dating. I was dating a girl from Korea. She's from South Korea. That's the good kind. We like to have phone sex, but it's not easy. It always turns into English class. The reason I, I want like a little, I need some more on that. Like, it does pretty well. It did well in a big club, but like, I don't know where to go after that. Like, I can't do physical comedy. I can't do the phone thing and like, you know, like, because what I do after that is I go, penis, Hannah, really? I mean, I'll take dick, hog, schlong, but penis is just way too formal. Make a decent laugh off of that, but. I need some like tags on the on the uh, the phone sex Korea thing. So anyway, uh, yeah, she's she's beautiful, but she broke up with me. She said we weren't communicating good enough, and now she's dating a guy from Brazil. He's the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, guys, I have palsy. I got hit in the face with this. Is true. I got hit with a, a a poker. You know, like one of those fireplace pokers, those metal ones. Yeah, I got hit in the face with one of those like a month ago, like out of nowhere, and my face was out to here, and uh, I was in um, 7-Eleven, and the guy goes, you fighting the MMA? Because my face was out to here, you know? I go, no, but I gamble, this is my poker face, so I was able to make a joke, but I got palsy, and it's getting better, so anyway, guys, thank you, I would love your feedback, um, I'm glad we met, guys. Eric, Way, Lupus, yay! Comments, 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 comments from the people. Florentina Tanasa has something to say. That's all I have to say. So the bit about the uh, you're you're getting old and the weather tells you or the your body tells you about the weather. I mean, <clears throat> there was I didn't feel like there was really a punchline because all of the stuff you were saying was about the weather, but maybe you can uh, you can say the, what was the first thing that hurt your um, not your shoulder uh, but the other thing my my elbow oh right so you know say my elbow tells me it's gonna rain tomorrow my shoulder is gonna is telling me stop masturbating so often <laughs> so cause there has to be some sort of misdirect you can't just have it all weather 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 right. and. Uh, <clears throat> The phone. Uh, you said something about like your South Korean girlfriend want, likes. I for, I missed a little bit of it, but she likes. We like to have phone sex, but phone it's not sex. easy. Okay, so uh, she wants you to. She's just say like, oh, uh, my girlfriend really like my South Korean girlfriend really uh, likes phone sex, and uh, she really wanted it. So 
I had her take my order or something stupid. My order? <laughs> like, you know, like food. And then you could maybe act it out. Rather yeah. than actually... Because some of the... I like the premises and some of them felt like misdirects. But then you were still talking about that same kind could of subject. I, so maybe if you just like talk about something, you know, I just ask, misdirect so it a little bit. When, when I say that, like, I'm get, what I'm getting at is obviously the language barrier, right? Did you I, get, I mean, that's what it's all about, right? Did, did you get that part, though? Like, does that no. come across? Wait, what does that have to do with phone sex? The language, that's why it's, so <clears throat> we like to have phone sex, but it's not easy because it always turns into English class. So, if, like, it is actually kind of a true story. Not my ex, but girl before that. She was Korean, and um, she would say stuff, and I would have to, like, stop being hard for a minute because I would laugh and teach her the right, like, no, you can't say that, sweetie. Yeah. Oh, right. stop being hard because it's phone sex. Yeah, Maybe because she would say it and I would be like, I would be like, Hannah, like, that's fucking funny. Like, that's not how you say it. Like, she would just say all, like, weird shit that would, like, if you and I had phone sex, we would know what to say to each other, right? I would think. Yeah. Well, then you need to have more funny things yeah, that she would you say, like, just, like, your yeah. kite, in my, your kite feels good in my, you know, something right, right. weird. There, there like, like yeah. part, there have there to be like weird yellow. words. Or maybe, right. or maybe talk about how it felt weird that um, it sounded like you were teaching a, a kid to, ha, uh, to, to speak English. So well, then, let's leave kids it, like, out of this, okay? Cause no, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, just make some. If you're just saying what. Uh, what, no, I understand what you're saying. You know, like yeah. if you're just saying what what's happening, I feel like I was still waiting. Like, okay, but. Uh, it, that's how he makes what? the penis funny because he says penis it's too oh, formal yeah, right, right. but if it's like teaching a child that's what makes the child thing work because right, that's right. what you tell a child you say this is a penis and this yeah, is yeah, a vagina yeah. you use the actual terminology yeah so I'm not that, saying that you, know. like you were like, like wanting to fuck her because it's but, it, but that idea comes into mind so maybe play with like play with it a little bit yeah I, I always get a actually like I get a decent laugh out of it in the clubs but I feel like it and I've had like pretty respectable comedians say you need to expand 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 on that like i just don't know how well i mean just having an, a little act out like what did you say what did she say and that yeah that might help because i mean both of the premises were i thought were really good it's just you know going a little further and like expanding on it because okay yeah thank you i appreciate that i have something um you briefly mentioned in your set that like south koreans are better than north koreans I think you should explore the idea of having phone sex with a North Korean uh-huh. rather than a South Korean. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. They I have will, no uh, access call to call Kim Jong Un right now, and uh... they they have no access to any pop culture, so it would be really funny. <laughs> it'd be like they have, it'd be, I have no idea what they have access. To. You'd have to do research, but that's very funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like Kim Jong, yeah, like the, like the one the one emperor, god yeah. of our people. <laughs> cool, thanks, guys. Everybody, clap wildly for Eric Way Lupus. We're here at the Job Workshop every Monday from six to eight on Mutiny Radio FM. I'm your host Pam Benjamin, bringing you new jokes by people like your next comedian. Super funny. Definitely letting his beard be really funny as well. I almost feel like his beard's gonna start telling jokes, like or or a small bird will come out and speak English like a tiny parrot. He'll like abduct one of those parrots at Telegraph Hill and it'll live in his beard and it'll come out and like two punchlines. Everybody clap wildly for John Gallagher. Oh. Oh, we're done. <laughs> that's, 
That was the perfect response. Don't don't ruin that. That's awesome. Oh, uh, hey. Uh, yeah, I'm letting the old uh, hair grow out because the Friar Tuck look is exciting to me. Very, very good. Um, I, uh, so I used to be a Segway tour guide. I still do that occasionally. And uh, one of the cool things, like, is uh, it gives you a, a big hatred for uh, tourists, uh, <laughs> if you know that, because uh, it makes you just really angry at people that travel. Travels, traveling's fine. Being a tourist sucks, though, right? Because there's a certain type of person that goes to a place and then does the shittiest thing that nobody does that actually lives there, right? Like, you don't, you, somebody asshole shows up to San Francisco and is like, I'm going to check out a chocolate factory and ride around on Segways. Like, you're an asshole, okay? Don't, how dare you? If you want to really know what a city is, right, what you do is you just do what everybody else that lives there does. Get fucked up, do some weird meth, and then end up on a strange bus line somewhere, you know, end up in the Bayview. Uh, really know the city. End up fighting a dog somehow. Why not, you know? I, uh, uh, <laughs> I realized, I was looking at car stats uh, about, like, the most dangerous cars on the road, and I, uh, it's, uh, it said what the most dangerous car was. It was, um, like, a four-door sedan, but I believe the most dangerous car out there is actually a van, because uh, the van is the only car that ever makes me nervous when it's not actually driving, you know? It's like any, a van anywhere is always going to make you nervous. That's the one car that can do some serious damage just by being there. Even if it says there's candy on the outside, you can't even trust that, you know? Just sits there. It's the, the van is the only one that can actually abduct you just by being there. Can I have men inside it? Um, uh, yeah, oh. Yeah, I have the kind of body type that I can only describe as every single sexual encounter I have. I could describe as a slumbuster. Uh, uh, so I, the pornography is a big thing. I found the pornography, I think, dark hole though, uh, which is a thing, a little website called Chatterbait. I don't know if you guys are ever familiar with Chatterbait. So it basically is the penultimate version of porn, which is you have pornography, chat rooms, but then you also have chatting comments. You combine the horrible people that leave comments in pornography with cam people. And so it is a nightmare concoction where you have these live pornography situations being played out with all these people like reenacting scenarios. Like the big one is you, uh, everybody, that, and it goes on these things. You can tip to activate a vibrator in these people's vaginas to give them, make them orgasm. Uh, okay, so then you have a chat little thing going on. So people use this for different different ends where they have different scenarios. The most common one is somebody has a vibrator inside themselves where they're at work or they're trying to seduce somebody else. And so the most popular one, though, is they'll have like an ex-boyfriend or a neighbor come over or like a repairman. They're like, ooh, he doesn't know that there's a vibrator in my pussy. And then so people are just like, click, click, activate vibrator, make her orgasm, make her orgasm. And you, it's clearly like a very staged scene. So you get an exciting thing at one point where you might be trying to masturbate at one point, but you get just intrigued by the chatting that goes on. Because you quickly realize that you either have retarded people or children inside this chat room very quickly. Where these, as these people are making this lady orgasm, they go, hey, wait a second. I don't think this is real. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's a perfect situation, you know? It's like all these people are like trying to make these people have sex. And like, why? They're, they're, they're waiting to hit a certain goal. 5,000 coins or whatever. Anyway, chatter, babe. Go check it out. It's a lot of fun. Pornography dark hole. Um, uh, oh, well, yeah, that's, that's, we'll do that. I was uh, watching a little football. I, I uh, was at the Super Bowl party, 
And uh, people that watch football or people that hate football go to Super Bowl parties. I like that a lot. And I like I like football a bunch because it's the only sport ever where you can actually have billionaires or, you know, not billionaires, millionaires give each other brain damage. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, it's exciting to me because most of the time uh, you won't ever have millionaires do that. Uh, like you can't get like Warren Buffett or Bill Gates to like box each other or like have a fight to the death. That won't ever happen. So you got to settle with, you know, Darren Sharper. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like I think that's that's good. Um, yeah, that's gonna be it. Yay! Yay! Everybody clap wildly for John Gallagher! Yay! I, comments. I've I've like very few comments. I have. Uh, you said. I loved the thing about San Francisco and follow them and then you get to the Bayview and you're fighting a dog. <laughs> but if you're already, if you're really going to be San Francisco, then you would like actually curate a dog fight so that oh. photographers could come and take pictures. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like, you know, there'd be like some Burning Man fire spinners like down at the end of it. There'd be like someone playing dubstep at the end of Bayview that you weren't okay. supposed to find. You know, because it's like yeah, yeah, San Francisco up. weird bullshit that we do. Yeah, just like have, so you like just have like some, some more examples, you think? Right. Okay. Because once you get to the Bayview, like Brass Tax does ridiculous things where 10,000 people show at a place and they all dance and do ecstasy together. Right. How do they yeah, do yeah. that? Because it's San Francisco. Yeah, I don't absolutely. understand it. Um, I don't know what a slum buster is. It oh. seemed like it was a punchline, and I wish I would have known oh, what it meant. Oh, slump buzz just funny. means like, so it's like, uh, just you're breaking a slump. So it's like every time. Oh, so slump. Yeah, I yeah, thought you said bust. slum, as right, in right. like ghetto. Need, need like I was thinking like ghetto, oh. but slum buster yeah, is what slum, I was thinking. Slum buster. And I thought that it had something to do with like some sort of weird porn like fetish. Right. Like, with like homeless people <laughs> yeah, probably, and like yeah, slum bust them or something. Oh man, it's that like, would be. I thought, I'm sorry. I was hoping it was a thing and it's not. It probably is. You know, unfortunately it probably is. I was like, oh, Slumbuster, that's something I don't know the term of. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I was so intrigued about your cam people story that I forgot to look at the clock. So that's, oh, that's good. Oh, yeah, it's fine. I, I, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know if it's a, I was going to see if it's any funny, but I'll see. I thought it was a great story all around. Um, the website, could you slowly, oh, <laughs> the website, please, again, slowly. Oh, yeah, chatterbait.com. Go check it out. Chatterbait.com. Yeah, it's yeah. very exciting. There's a, a lot of times do people do, like, avant-garde stuff. There was, no, no, it's, like, funny. There's, like, okay, so there's people, obviously, masturbating to other people masturbating. But then there was this one time I got on, and there was just a lady in Ronald McDonald makeup just eating burgers for, like, three hours. She had, like, 7,000 viewers. And you're just, like, sitting there watching, like, this is fucking amazing. And there's probably people jerking off still so she's doing doing all sorts of magic it's like the, like I said pornography dark hole that you, you said. yeah no, exactly but I just remember I just I just I just remembered it right now while we're talking I think I think the funniest thing in your, I think the funniest thing in that is a tag where you talk about the Friar Friar John Tuck look uh, oh yeah yeah I think that's so funny but it that's it just stops there yeah like I think that's that in itself is like at least like a minute thirty seconds of jokes. Oh, you know, I, let's, I I did it. I mean, I did it punchline last night. So yeah, yeah well, but like, yeah. but you just do the tag, and uh -huh. I think that's so funny because like, if you expanded <laughs> on it, I could see exactly what you're talking. Like the friar, you know, like yeah. you know, I've never looked so holy and dangerous at the same time. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, and it, there's so much there where you just. Like, that's funny. Yeah. You're, you're like, like you know, you look like a religious nut. You know, you look, you're actually like, you look more dangerous than you know, like you know, an ISIS member. Like a zealot. Yeah, zealot. It's true. That's fair. Well, think about it. 
Nice job, nice stuff. Uh, you were saying something about vans, like they're the worst. Oh, so like specifically, uh, yeah, they're so like they're the most dangerous oh. vehicle because they're like dangerous regardless of whether or not they're even driving. Okay, that was funny. Yeah. Oh, right, I didn't get the regardless of whether or not they're well, they were so, driving. But well, I, see, the idea is like you know you see a van, it's like kind of like you know somebody's in a van to abduct you. Like the presence of a oh, van is right, always right, right. kind of scary. I guess I was just thinking like yeah. vans in general because they're. Um, what I wrote was like vans are vans can commit mass murder while on their way to a kid's soccer game. It's like getting killed by a party clown. Oh yeah, that's what I see. And then um, I thought you could tie in because you're talking about buses and how they're dangerous. And then you're talking about the San Francisco experience on like. Mm, oh wait, you're doing Segway tours, not the bus tours, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. never mind. Then. Well, that's no, it's, that's a. I good thought you could like tie it together, but oh, that's a good suggestion either way. Or yeah, it could be one of those like obscure things. I like like the obscure things you can. I really like that. Like uh, go go to uh, you know like start a curate thing. a dog fight or like all right guys let's see how many people we could get in our van like told, yeah that's yeah. that's like some deep San Francisco shit. Those are all good ideas. I, I was thinking like with the van you could add like you know with with Chinese writing or Chinese graffiti or something on it you know but the van thing was funny. Okay, well thank you. My my buddy actually had used to in his van he used to have mobile karaoke, so he would actually show up at weird places in the city on like closed alleys or whatever and just open his van and be like come sing karaoke and they sing karaoke till the That's cops all, yeah, came. Yeah, there's a there's a, a piano the there's a piano away. one right now. A oh, pi- rad. Yeah, piano one, and then there's a guy that lets you just play his Super Nintendo for like a couple <laughs> hours. Yeah, it, he's and super he cool. Oh yeah, did you? Wait, and the police haven't stopped that guy yet? There's a van who yeah. lets you play his Super Nintendo driving around the city? Yeah, he's awesome. Oh, <laughs> I guy, hope rules. he's background checked because <laughs> yeah, right. that is shady as fuck. Yeah, it's, he's great. <laughs> I, love the, uh, I love the van, but um, I think uh, perhaps color it with a windowless van. Okay. Yeah, just to make it a little more ominous. That's sure, sure. All right, well, thanks, guys. Yay, John Gallagher, yay! Clap wildly, bring up the CD1, yay! Music in between, yay! Here we go! Hey, bring it out, yeah! Oh, that's a joke workshop, oh, oh. Your next comedian, super funny lady, you guys are gonna laugh hysterically at her jokes, it's Florentina Tanase! Thanks. Uh, so they make these, uh, I don't know if you guys know, but they make these panties now that have like a little like a remote control vibrator that someone else can can use. So now, you know, a guy can control uh, when you don't come. It's awesome. Like they could be in just a completely different room when you still don't come. Uh, so that's great. Uh, so I'm married and um, it's, Marriage is kind of like that, you know that game, it's like that claw game, and you're just like, you know, trying to get the the prize. That's how, that's how what marriage is, like getting a husband is like, you know, you make those little adjustments in life. Now I'm just kidding, you fucking hit the machine, so the prize moves to you, and then you just, uh, got him, make me a sandwich. Like that is... How you get a husband. Also, the, um, that game is similar to um, marriage because then you realize like there were better prizes underneath the. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm just kidding. That's uh, the game of divorce. <laughs> so my husband wanted us to meet his friends in Berkeley, 
and they're like an older um, couple. They're like 60, like super old. Um, my husband's 100. Like no, it's like his one of his younger friends. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they're really old. Like they, she's in a cast for no reason. She has arthritis. They have dementia. Like we weren't even supposed to meet with them. We were across the bridge, and everyone knows. Like when you go across the bridge, you go to IKEA. You go anywhere. There's a parking lot. So I, I got a lot done. I went to IKEA, and. Um, and yeah, so they, they're like, where are you guys? And we're like, we're not supposed to meet, but we, we met them at the fucking restaurant. And um, the guy is like those, the, the, the guy who wants to be so cool and hip, like he's, he wants to be so cool, he'll wear shoes with no arc support just to prove a point. But you know, his feet are killing him. And uh, he wanted to just show us every cool thing in Berkeley. But you know, as soon as you pass the line, like you're allergic to gluten and all of a sudden, um, you hate that you're a white person. Like it's, it was shitty. But anyway, so he wanted to show us all of this cool stuff, and it just reminds, it reminded me of like what it would feel like to go to heaven. You know, like God just like, oh my God, you're here. Look at all the cool stuff you can do. Like we have women's equality. No, I'm just kidding. You still have to, you know, pay attention to the Bible. <laughs> but you get free food. But no, no bacon though, right? That was a real thing. Um, but anyway, yeah, free food. The or we actually do have really good orgasms here. I don't know what they're doing in our orgasms and you get to choose one person on earth whose life you get to totally screw up like ha you know that's how he was like hey here's everything cool in Berkeley um so that's how it felt like and I was really tired and you know it was just like hey you know god just relax like I, f I feel like death I feel like oh no yeah I just fucking died just chill the fuck out and so this guy it's like nine o'clock I know that they need to get home to watch that last hour of tv that is meant only for old people it's right after the news and uh and he's like let's go let's go get kava and I'm like I really don't need coffee this late I have to work tomorrow and that's not kava's not coffee uh apparently it is the, it's this drink and then it makes your tongue go really numb like if you guys ever ate out a girl too long that's what kava feels like and uh, so I was like this is a familiar feeling no. uh, this uh, it, I don't understand it okay so you do it because you don't want to get drunk but if you get pulled over you're like I'm sorry Mm, okay, well, I think I have a better ending. Probably not, but oh yeah. So I was, you know, it was the end of the night, and I hated it so much. I just wished that I could die, so that I could choose him as the person whose life I could ruin. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Yay, Florentina Tanase! You bring the music up and then bring it up. I'm there the it is. Yes, Florentina Tanase. Yay! Clapping wildly. Yay! <laughs> And comments. I have like only one. You said cool things in Berkeley, and then I wanted you to give specific things like that stupid here sign, or Berkeley Bowl, or I don't know something about hippies. I don't know what Berkeley like something about you know you're in Berkeley because there's certain things like no one knows how to drive, and I don't know what's going on in Berkeley. And then you said also that last hour of. TV, but you didn't say what specific shows are on. I'm sure one of them's like Everybody Loves Raymond, right? Or like it's like Friends and everyone, Everybody Loves Raymond. Like the whatever two shows people fall asleep to because they just are so stupid and no one cares. 
with the marriage one too I was uh, I think we were, we were going in similar directions but I was also thinking like you could uh, also kind of do the thing I don't know if you ever heard this but with those claw machines a lot of times they oil up the claw so they can't properly grip anything <laughs> so you'd be like yeah so you probably get in you think you got the right one then it gets away for it's like you know if you're so as a, as a different device. yeah so that's they make it like you know typical carnival game shit they scam you out of it so you can't win or they make the impossible the good ones too hard to grab or something so you could play around with that idea too I think you should really shit on your husband more too because I think it's funny when you do that you know because you have that strong personality and um, I just think it's funny he probably thinks it's funny too so anyway uh, there's something there with the uh, drinking kava and eating pussy and um, just no one's satisfied you know I just, I just like a couple of examples of things you pulled out of the claw machine that you were super disappointed about. Like you really wanted the X, but you got the Y. Okay, That works now, yes. Yay! Florentina Tanase, everyone! Yay! All right, your next comedian. He's a funny guy. Uh, he's new here, but he's uh, this is the second time. We're excited to have him back, everybody. Clap wildly for Darren Howard! Yay! All right, thank you. So does uh, anybody sleepwalk here? Does anybody ever sleepwalk? Yeah? Do any weird things? Like what? Uh, screaming. Scre- like night terrors? Wow, that's pretty good. I, when, I, when I was a kid, I used to sleepwalk. I didn't do much. I would, I would go to my front door and I would, I would answer it like someone was there, you know, in the middle of the night. And it'd freak out my mom, you know, and, but I grew out of it. I grew out of it. But uh, my brother would go into the kitchen and he would piss in the cat dish. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't sleepwalking. He's just a really weird kid. He just <laughs> pissed on everything, so. Um, I have a friend, Andy, and he's a legit sleepwalker. Um, but he does way more than just like sleepwalking. He's like a, a sleep decathloner. You know, he, um, he once told me that sometimes he would wake up mid-masturbation over his sleeping girlfriend. Yeah, that's, wow, right? Yeah, huh? Yeah. And uh, he would just like stop and go back to sleep. I was like, dude, if I were you, I would just finish, right? Because if she wakes up, you just act like asleep, right? Because everyone knows you're not supposed to wake a sleepwalker, right? Guaranteed to get away with that one. He, um, he also had this one incident where um, he woke up and he felt tired. And that's like a, a big... Um, uh, how do you say? It's like, uh, you know, when you know like you were up to some shenanigans. Woke up, he was tired, he had to go to work. 
lifted up the blankets and he was naked. And he usually sleeps in boxers. So he was like, oh shit, all right, well, whatever. You know, got dressed, opened up his front door and his boxers were on the porch. So then these questions, you know, went through his head. Did I go sleepwalking, come home and then take off my boxers and get inside? Or did I take my boxers off and go walking around naked? You know, so he, whatever, had to go to work, pick up his boxers, throw it in the garage, or throw it back in the house. And then he went out to the garage to get his car, and his car's gone. So he was like, oh, shit. You know, walks down to the end of the driveway, looks both ways, and there's his car just down the street. So he's like, all right, well, you know, walks down to his car, gets in his car, drives to work. He gets to work, and he has all these voicemails, you know, and his... His uh, texts that he got from his friends, and they're like, dude, you know, what are you doing? Like, calling me at three in the morning, honking your horn, and, uh, <laughs> you know, you're mumbling, and it sounds like tires are screeching and stuff, and, you know, here's my buddy Andy doing naked donuts out in the town, just you know, calling his friends to mumble about it, you know? So anyone that sleepwalks, just know that, you know, you might do some weird shit, but you'll never top that. All right, thank you. Darren Howard, it's my time. Darren Howard, everyone, yay! Sleepwalking extraordinaire. Comments. I'd say number one comment, you did this whole kind of thing where he got in the car and he did this stuff. You don't need any of that. You just, it's just a, a superfluous words. You can cut out like, you can just be like, and then the text or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You just getting in the car, starting the car, all that stuff. It's, it's like. Chop it down. Right, right, right. Just take out the unnecessary words. You know, I don't really have a, a solid, like good punch for it as well. You know, I'm just right. Yeah. Working on working that. out the story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I think of story jokes as like, I try to, if I try to structure them, I structure them in, in groups of 10. So it's like one, two, three is the beginning and it's like beginning, middle punch. And that's the beginning of the story. And then the middle is like another one, two, three, like beginning set up punch. And then the end of the story is one, two punch. And then there's a 10th thing that draws it all together. If I'm going to take a story and actually break it down and make it into like a structured thing, it's a one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, based yeah. off of beginning, middle, end. Just. Um, at one point, you mentioned that your brother slept, walked, and pissed in the cat bowl. Yeah. Is that right? um, I think uh, giving him, uh, just saying he's just an asshole. I think you're just basically an asshole. I think give him, or give him a reason, like he just hated cats. Okay. Or something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, something yeah. specific. Like yeah, because he's not really sleepwalking. He just right. He just, pissed, yeah, yeah, he just yeah, hated yeah. cats. It sucks to sleepwalk, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a good story. I just uh, uh, was wondering, so in the beginning you said it was your brother, but I think at, at, the, at the end you were saying like, oh, so here's my friend talking about sleepwalking. So I kind of got confused oh. with that. Okay, Did you mean yeah. your brother? No, 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 no. Um, or are you saying that his friend is like thinking of like, oh my no, God. No, I, I was talking about another friend of mine that is a sleepwalker. Like, oh yeah. yeah. I, okay, I missed that. Uh, and also, I think it'd be funny. He talked about stuff that, as your friend is explaining the the weird stuff that he's doing during while sleepwalking, like, oh yeah, I was just 
I was on top of my girl and I didn't finish or like I, I peed in the cat bowl and you're like, you're not supposed to do that? Like, you know, like maybe he mentioned something that he does it that's crazy and he's like, yeah, I would never do that unless I was sleepwalking. And then you maybe catch yourself like, oh, like I'm, we're not supposed to do that. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. Something like kind of silly. Uh, and I think that's it. I think you might get more like from the story if like, I think you, you might get more from the story if you just tell that your friend, that your friend like was doing donuts and he was naked with sleepwalking. And then it's, instead of it being your brother, maybe it should be you. Because right now you're just telling us like all the stuff that you heard from other people. But yeah. like, what if it was just, what if it was you? And that, that's more, that's crazier than doing donuts naked is like pissing in a cat bowl. Like that's way more crazy. Like I was like, oh, a guy was driving a car. All right. But this one is just so out there. It's like I'd wake up and I'd piss into a cat bowl. And then that's and maybe like you could say for the longest you thought like my cat's been like, I took my cat to the vet, you know, because it's like he's been waking up with piss and the vet's like, uh, we looked at your it's human piss. Uh, it's, yeah. Yeah, it was the cat. Dude, but it was. All right, clap wild, everybody, for Darren Howard! You're next comedian. I don't know if he'd pee in the cat bowl. He might drink out of the cat bowl. Only if there's pee in it. He's one of my favorite disgusting human beings. You're going to love him, too. Clap your hands in a wild, slappy-like motion. For Zach Wiseman! So my mom, uh, she told me to never use drugs, but she also told me to stop hitting her with that axe, you know? I don't listen to my mom. <laughs> when, uh, whenever uh, you work at a place and they're like, well, the policy is, this is the policy in our company, all they're saying is that they don't trust your, your decision-making skills. Uh, here, we, we've uh, implemented a policy, so you don't have to think about this. We don't have to uh, listen to your dumb ideas. So science has recently uh, made a correlation between herpes and autism. Herpes actually leads to increased rate, rates in autism in children, which if they ever come out with a vaccine for herpes, is going to confuse a good chunk of people. It's a vaccine autism joke. He used to buy drugs from this guy, and then he got arrested by the police, and they found a few ounces of marijuana on him. Right? They found some, and then the news they said street value of blah 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 blah. And it was just a big number, and I was like, this guy's giving me a great deal. The street value of that is two thousand. They inflate those numbers greatly. So I found out uh, like a week ago that uh, Salvador Dali, uh, Einstein, also Edison, they did this where they'd take naps. They go to sleep where they'd have something in their hand and then they go to sleep and they drop it and wake them up, right? And then they'd, they'd write down their ideas. They jot down whatever split-second sleep ideas they had. And I want to know how smart these guys could have been if they didn't know heroin existed because that's exactly what they're doing. They're just simulating heroin naps, which I do all the time. He goes, oh, e equals... Oh, fuck, what was that? I'll just go back to sleep. Just... 
Every time you cut up one of those plastic ring containers for six packs, uh, you are driving raccoons into the city. Because if you don't, if you, if you cut them up, you recycle them, it doesn't strangle a seagull. And the seagull flies around and you're starving out a raccoon in the wilderness. You know, he's like, I want to eat that fucking seagull! And he can't, so he comes to the city and eats your trash. And I, I'm just saying, uh, just litter. Just throw all your trash in the streets. Uh, keep those raccoons in the wilderness. That's all I'm saying. I think it's funny that, uh, like the Bible says that angels are at war with the demons. You know, God's at war with the, with the underworld, right? And if there's an actual war between angels and demons, demons all fucking day. Angels is up in paradise, you know, floating around in the clouds. Demons are like trenching through lava just in this fucking war boot camp. They actually go to war, they get stabbed like 12 times. Like, dude, he doesn't seem to mind getting stabbed with a sword. Not at all. He just kept coming. So I'm going to go to hell and conquer heaven, and then we'll, we'll take that. It'll be fun. My, uh, my biggest problem with rape fantasies is that I'm always stuck playing the rapist. Every fucking time, you know? I'm like, I don't want to do that. This is very uncomfortable. I don't want to be the rapist again. Jesus, whatever happened to knight in shining armor fantasies? Can I be a knight, please? We'd rather be a knight than a rapist. Knights get swords and horses and shit. Well, rapists get vans. I don't want a van. Boring. Also, um, I am not built for this fantasy. You know, this is not the body type of a rapist, you know? It's more the body type of a date rapist, maybe blackmail rapist. No. Well, I do have some revealing photos of your, your father, the senator. So, huh? Can only fuck daughters and senators now. All right, that's me. Zach Wiseman, everyone! Uh, don't leave. I liked your blackmail rapist. I got. I thought that was a cute twist, that it wasn't a B- M-A-L-E, but M-A-I-L. I enjoyed that very much. Oh, JK. Go ahead. Oh, I really liked your uh, your stuff. Um, with the, the your work that implement, uh, implements new rules or protocols... Uh, maybe like have an example like yeah we used to masturbate during lunchtime but not anymore you know like something kind of stupid why because that's the reason that they have rules in the first place is someone yeah. was dumb enough to do something um, the heroin nap thing was funny um, you know you mentioned that they had something in their hand and uh, uh, hold on oh for the heroin naps when you, when you explain it I thought it'd be funny if you were like oh yeah you know I dropped something too like I dropped my needle or whatever and I didn't understand the raccoon seagull. Like, do raccoons eat seagulls usually? Is... All right. Okay, bye. As he runs out the door, Zach Wiseman doesn't give a fuck. Yay, yay. All right. You're an ex-comedian. I agreed. I was in the bathroom, but I enjoyed his weird, twisted logic of how he got to like. I was like, "Thank God I ate a pot treat before I got here," because that act, his twisted logic actually made sense. I'm like, "Yeah, sure, raccoons eat seagulls, whatever," or the other way around. Your, I already wrote him up, Tori. Your next comedian, 
He looks like, I mean, and I'm high, so, but you look like you escaped from someone's front lawn as like a gnome. <laughs> like, he's like, he's like, but he's like a cholo gnome, you know? Like, he like was on a front with this, the top part was buttoned and the rest was unbuttoned and it had like a little hat. And he was like, I'm a cholo gnome, yo. Viva la mission. Everybody clap your hands wildly for Michael Brandon. <laughs> Oh, thank you guys so much for coming out. Uh, I'm from San Francisco. I'm from the Bay Area, home of the tech industry, home of the tech industry, man. A lot of tech, a lot of tech. Uh, there's a lot of people doing startups and doing all kinds of things in tech. One thing I was doing, some announcements, I was uh, doing some research. Uh, Jesus Christ, worst techie ever. <laughs> Terrible fucking techie, man. His startup, his dad's company, his startup had like the biggest launch you know, they had the biggest launch. They had all this stuff before they went public. You know, they even had Middle Eastern funding from these three kings. Uh, they, had, like, they had all these funding. And what happens, like his job at his dad's startup was to come down to earth and spread Christianity. Spread, he had 33 years to do that. 33 years to do that. Huge fucking launch. What happened in 33 years? You know how many subscribers he got? 12. Shitty numbers. Shitty numbers. Meanwhile, hardworking, fucking working out of his garage, out of his working out of his basement, the devil, Satan, Lucifer, comes to earth with his startup <laughs> and no launch, no no propaganda. He comes on enemy territory with his startup when there are only two people on earth. And do you know how many subscribers he got? Two. <laughs> Two people, man. He is the best techie of all time, the devil. He sold his startup, and he has more subscribers than God's startup. Wait, there are way more people in hell than there are in heaven, all right? Those are amazing numbers, man. All I'm saying is that maybe Jehovah's Witnesses have been doing it wrong all this time, okay? If a, fucking, if a Jehovah's Witness shut up at my door... You know, here, uh, let me go back to, uh, I want to add this. Uh, you know, like the devil comes down to, comes down to heaven, not even dressed as a human. Not, he comes to heaven, he comes, he comes to earth, not even dressed as a human, dressed as a snake. Dressed as a snake. And he still gets two people, all right? Maybe Jehovah's Witnesses need to take a page out of that book, all right? Because if I woke her, heard a knock on my door and I look out my window and there's some Jehovah's Witnesses in snake costumes, I'd probably open up. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, all right, I like where this is going. <laughs> yes, let me read your literature. I love the Watchtower now. <laughs> uh, we can keep this God train rolling. I, I, I masturbate like everyone else in this room. Uh, I do that, and I think like a lot of religions will tell you that it's not a good thing. It's like a universal thing where they'll be like, "Don't do it. It's not good." But I think I think the Creator, God, whatever you want to call the guy or person, whatever you want to call, him, I think that that Creator has more pride in you for fucking beating off like a goddamn power machine just like oh like i'm gonna beat off like oh then he does if you hold it in and have a little bitch wet dream all right because because god created fucking manly shit like saber two tigers and bears and joseph stalin you know? <laughs> 
Do you think he wants to? He think he wants to watch you fucking go like, oh my god, my sheets are dirty. I have to go clean linen now. Oh uh. no, he wants to fucking see you going like, I'm gonna come right into this sock. <laughs> all right, that that's all I have for that tag. Michael Brandon, everyone, hooray, hooray, Michael Brandon, yay. Really funny, that first joke that Jesus Tech Startup is fucking rad. There's, I mean, it started, it was a slow burn, and then it all paid off. I, I It was great. I really liked, I, I liked it too. Um, another thing about startups is the, the food, so... Maybe like when people, uh, when Jesus started their startup, the, the, when they were trying to recruit people, they were like, well, what kind of food do you have? We just have an apple. Like, and then the devil's like, I have everything. I have gluttony or, you know, cause that was like the beginning, right? They just had that apple. Well, like the devil has like the apple. The oh, devil. is it? Yeah. Fuck, I read that wrong. Never You're going mind. to hell. <laughs> what the fuck do I know? Thanks. Uh, no, I, uh, no, I, that's a good, I enjoyed that. Maybe I'm too literal, but I was thinking, like, the fucking best startup ever, like, longevity. We're still talking about it. Like, Apple, 3,000 years from now? I mean, come on. Yeah, but we're still, but, but the thing is that. Praise Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus Christ. I know, but I, was, but I, but I, I kind of addressed that by saying that they have, hell has more subscribers. No, I know. It's funny, man. It's good shit. It's good shit. Yeah, that's why I, I thought it out. Yeah, that, I, I figured that, like, oh, it's a longevity thing, but then I was like, but. Hell still has way more people fucking. Mike, get on the mic. Alright. What do you got? Maybe play around with like a drug reference with the apple. Like the devil's got like, like the, like the apple like did like shit to Adam and Eve like biblically. So, like, the devil has, like, drugs and stuff, kind of like a drug dealer with an apple. I don't know. Then, like, hell's cooler, I guess. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah, someone wanted to say something. I just want to make a comment. I just thought it was really great when... uh, when you were comparing like the devils, uh, the demons being super hardworking and the angels being really lazy and who would win in a war. I thought there was a lot to that. I think you can expand that big time. Don't, don't say anything. Just... Yeah, yeah. When I wrote that joke, I was on heroin. Uh, oh. uh, no, I, I really was. I, <laughs> I was on heroin because uh, I like to paint. Uh, but yeah, man. All right. Uh, I'm Zach Wiseman. Yay! That was a brilliant joke about the Jesus and the startup. Your next comedian, uh, he is another very funny guy. He's he's super serious about comedy. You guys are gonna love him. Clap your hands in a slappy like motion for Aaron Zerosi. Yay! Woo! How are we doing, Mutiny? <laughs> it's kind of awkward because then t- like. The entire jokes that I was going to do has a lot to do with heaven and stuff, so we'll just keep the train rolling. I was walking through Berkeley and, or like the Berkeley BART station, and there's this like really fat black dude, and all he does is like scream at you about about Jesus and Christianity. He's like, you believe in miracles? Well, Jesus gives us miracles. And I, 
The only miracle I would believe in at that moment would be if, like, the BART train derailed and just hit him. But, yeah, I wonder when, like, Mormons are going to start outsourcing their cold calling business. Like, you're going to get a call one day and some Indian dude's going to be like, Hello, I am Jerry from Mormons and do you believe in Jesus Christ? I also wonder, like, I feel like there's a whole untapped market for heaven plans, like buying your heaven plan, kind of like a cable plan. And then you can, like, call up the church tech support and be like, hey, I got, like, I got the kind the kind of nice plan where I get, like, a penthouse. But I, I was wondering how much was it to upgrade to a mansion? I, I don't really know where I'm going with that. Um, takeaway, though... Hell is much cooler than heaven. <laughs> like if like if heaven gets all everyone who has been like really kind and stuff, hell is getting like the stoners, hell's getting strippers. Like hell is just one big party. If you it, like if you have Tupac in hell, uh, what else do you need? I don't know. Hell also has Jews and like pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I feel like heaven's just like a dinner table where it's like where Beethoven's sitting in a corner playing piano and there's like really nice serendipitous violin and everyone's just kindly eating. And then hell is just like, there's like, like Wiz Khalifa is going to be the DJ. Everyone's just raving the entire time. It sounds like a, it sounds like a great idea to me. I'm also I'm also going to start applying to become the devil to make hell better. Terrorist groups have started stepping up their game. There's the MILFs, the Moro Islamic Liberation Front in the Philippines, obviously. I think they're really starting to appeal to the younger generations. Like ISIS is with their all like inequality and killing people, but then you have the MILFs catering to the 14-year-old boys. Like, they, they go online looking for some hot women getting railed. Instead, they get ideology in a bomb toolkit in their mail. I also wonder, like, boy, like, you go on a camming website, look up MILFs, and then you get Muhammad, like, this, like, really, like, cut, like, this cut terrorist guy. And he's like, let me tell you about the most orgasmic experience of all, heaven and suicide. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. Um, hot singles in, in, like, you get hot singles in your area. I'm pretty sure that's only in the Philippines. You can pick up a MILF today. I don't know. No. I'm Aaron Seriously. That's all I got. Yay! Aaron Seriously. Everybody comments, comments, comments. It's Gabba W. What did MILF stand for? Moro Islamic Liberation Front. More? Moro Islamic Liberation Front. Uh, <laughs> I, just, uh, I don't I mean I I mean I could I'm pretty I'm pretty stupid. Uh Moro? I to tell you the truth, I don't know what Moro means. It's just the name of the terrorist group. That's really it. Oh, okay, so it's a real thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I thought you were like making it up or something. I was like, oh, I, Yeah, yeah, no, uh, no, that's good to know to make it more clear that, like, it's a real terrorist group. May, yeah, I was thinking, like, maybe, maybe make up, like, 
I don't know. I feel like that's a pretty deep cut, you know, like the moral part. But like maybe mm-hmm. you could make it up by being more, more like more appealing by saying just some like Muslim International Liberation Front. I okay. feel it sounds like I think it, I think it's not. I think it's uh, it's asking a lot of the of the audience to know what moral is and to know that it's a real Islamic. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's good to know. Thank you. Nice job. Uh, the the part where you start naming off a bunch of people who are in hell, I think it'd be funny if you, because you're trying to make it sound like hell is a party, and I think it'd be cool if you, I mean, if you're going to name drop, like name drop some people who are like, I, don't, um, I wouldn't say like good, like they wouldn't go to hell, but... Like, just start messing around with it and, like, how do they die and why, how to come they They're, like, they could have been a good person, but they killed someone at the end because they heard about this great party in hell and, you know, it's exclusive. So they were, like, fuck it, I'm going to kill someone and okay. and kind of go that route. Because if you're, compar- you're comparing, like, heaven and hell, I think that, you know, that I, I like it, but why do people want to get in the party and, you know, why would people want to die? Like, maybe some people who are really I don't know I'm sorry I'm tired but you know what I mean like yeah yeah like obviously like Hitler's gonna be in in hell and but what about like the people here the really nice people and they want to like die in a really bad way anyway because that's how you get to hell just because of this one party like what is so fucking great about this party yeah I, I agree and I think um maybe there's something there with um comparing the you know the guest lists the VIP list to get into the party, you know, who's got the, who's gonna get the pass to get in, you know, who's, who's booking what, you know, who, who's the booker, who's, who's the guy that's the, doing all that. Yay! Aaron Cerosi. Your next three comedians aren't here, so yay. That means other people get comments. Like your next comedian. This is his second time here at Mutiny Radio. He just had a killer set last Friday. He also likes the Warriors. That means we like him more than other people who don't like the Warriors. Yay. Everybody, put your hands together for Ray Khan. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, It's got a couple of things to run through. I wrote them down. wrote them this morning. Um... I got one ball. Uh, I have an undescended testicle. I hate the word undescended because it sounds like undecided. Like my ball couldn't make up his mind who to vote for. Like my abdomen or my scrotum, right? Just hanging out in the middle, undecided, voting for Ralph Nader. It's the worst. So I had him removed. But there are some benefits for having one nut. I'm half as aggressive as I should be. I can listen to my wife half as, uh, twice as hard. And finally, every time I enter a room, I know that I've created an odd number of balls. It's like a superpower. That's one. Uh, sometimes I wish I knew the military alphabet. Uh, they use a cool alphabet, alpha, beta. I don't know the rest. I don't have clearance. Um, it's got to come in handy when spelling out things over the phone. Whenever I spell things out, I just free associate really poorly. I'm just like, Ray? Ray, how to spell Ray? Oh, R is in, R is in uh, reach around, A is in astroglide, Y is in yearning. 
My pizza never gets delivered. Uh, immigrants are amazing. You have to be emotionally tough to immigrate. New language, new laws, new customs. I'm not that tough. You can't be, Im you can't be an immigrant if you cry watching soldiers reunite with their pets on YouTube. Immigrants don't have pets. Before coming to America, immigrants ate their pets. And even then, they didn't cry. That's all I got, guys. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. I know Ray you know what I'm talking about. All his, all his jokes are new because he's new. Yay! Yay! I'm new. Oh, uh, that's crazy. You got one ball, huh? Yeah. <laughs> or is it or is one or is it tucking in? No, it's gone. Okay. <laughs> um, you know that when you're talking about the phone, um, uh, what is that thing called when you're like uh, N for nap, like um, that code or whatever? Oh yeah, the military alphabet. Yeah, yeah, the military yeah, yeah, alphabet. Yeah. Um, you, since you're talking about obscure stuff, you could be saying like, you know, R is for reach around. Or R as in reach around, uh, O as in one ball, like you know, because that is normal for you. But oh, oh right, oh okay. Anyway, you gotta, you gotta you go, go the alphabet. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Why why did you stop so so soon? I mean, you only. Well, like I, I didn't have I didn't have I just wanted to get new jokes out. Yeah, but it's the jerk joke <laughs> jerk jerk joke workshop. So you know, try to bring more. Oh, um, oh. But uh, yeah, the one ball thing expand. You know, uniball, unibomber. Sure. You know. Sure. Uh, sure. I, at least I got balls. Yep. But. Yep, yep. I got more. Yeah. Um, I wrote down a like, why did that happen to your testicle? You know, was like, what, <laughs> you know, you want me to explain it? Yeah, yeah. Like it's not from riding the fence. You sure. Know? Sure. 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 Oh, I get it. Okay, got it. All right. Well, and and you got it. Got it. Got it. I, I agree with Eric in that. You have four minutes on the open mics. Don't go till... The thing is that when you're new, if you ever ask for how much time you have left, sure. whatever host is going to say a minute. A, just, just a it. big pointer. So never ask. Just go until you see the light. Because why it. not take all your stage time? Because sure. that's what you're sitting around here waiting for. So sure. you dumped out at like two minutes and 10 seconds. Sure. So you still had a minute and 50. Sure. Got it. Understood. Got it. Other comments? Anyone? Everybody clap wildly! Raycon! Yay! It's it's good that you sort of bombed because you killed it last Friday. And so if you would have had two really good sets in a row, everyone would have hated you. And we'd be like, who is this phenom? Uh, fuck his mom. Uh, so that's how that would have worked out. Your next comedian. Oh, I'm so glad he made it in time and he gets to have comments and the whole deal. Um, I actually, I thought about him the other day because I was watching some other comedian thing happen and I was like, oh my God, he's just like Ian Levy. Oh, it's in this terrible movie on, okay, it's on Netflix right now. No, no, no. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. It's on Netflix right now and it's a terrible movie and you shouldn't watch it, but there's a comedian who's like a bad comedian and he's going through all of these like, these like weird, no, it's great, but he's got his hair like pulled over and he does these jokes sort of like him where he's like like he kept repeating himself in a way that you do and like Jonathan and I are sitting on the couch and the only thing that was entertaining about this movie was that we could like have some comparison to you and so we were laughing about it and we're like it's the only redeeming thing about this pretentious pile of shit movie don't watch it it's called it's something about it's a comedian he's going through all these towns this is deep Netflix zones you guys it's deep it's deep uh, clap your hands wildly right now everybody for Ian Levy Thank you. 
It's funny you say that, Pam. Uh, pretentious pile of shit is going to be the name of my first album. So that's, yeah, that's what I'm working on. Oh, boy. Um, do you guys hear, uh, have, have any of you heard, like, older people calling millennials the worst generation? Has anyone, like, that's, that's the thing that's been happening for a while. People are like, ah, oh, millennials the worst generation. And I just want to ask those people, uh... Have you met old people? Like, they're not great. Like, I'm just saying, I, I work at the food service industry. I've never had a millennial return soup because it was too hot. Like, that is just, you know, I don't know if they're just worried about dying before the soup cools down. But old people are kind of a bummer, man. <laughs> they, uh, I don't know. They, yeah, I don't, I don't know where to go with that. Old, old people didn't... Uh, didn't cause 9-11. What? It's <laughs> like the Bush administration. Like, okay, no. That's too much. Hi, guys. Thanks for joining. Yeah. I, um, uh, what else do I want to talk about? You talk about uh, rel- religious stuff. I had a guy. I was at a bus stop not too long ago. Have you ever seen the guy? He hangs out down by uh, Montgomery a lot, and he has a sign uh, that says, Jesus loves you on the sign. And in case you can't read, uh, he gets up in your face and he goes, uh, Jesus loves you! Like, and he just does that while you're waiting for your bus, you know, in a very... Which I thought is a little aggressive, a little unnecessary. But I thought, you know, to be fair, that's exactly how my mother also shows her love for me. You know, she used to tuck me in in bed at night and uh, get close to me and go... uh, You know, just so just reminds me of my mother. That was, that was. I don't, I don't think you can. You know, I I, I don't believe in uh, in religion or anything like that. But I, you know, uh, I have some beliefs. Like I I believe you can't be angry uh, and say the word pumpernickel. Like <laughs> the word pumpernickel is just gonna make you happy, no matter no matter how your day's going. If you, if you come home and be like, man, I'm tired of this job. It's not going anywhere. My girlfriend and I are always arguing. Everything in life sucks. I've had it. Uh, what kind of bread is that? Is that a pumpernickel bread? Okay. Things aren't so bad. <laughs> I guess I'm going to be okay. <laughs> Uh, I, um, there's a, uh, a delivery woman, uh, a UPS driver, uh, a, f- a female driver comes to my house, drops off packages, uh, and she's, she's very attractive. Um, and so I thought, you know, I decided to, uh, try to recreate one of the greatest, you know, fantasies, one of the classic porn scenarios of sleeping with your delivery driver, uh, so I decided, yeah, so I, you know, I made the house, I cleaned the house, made it look real nice, I had some candles, some mood lighting, uh, then ordered uh, lubricant uh, through Amazon, uh, the nice stuff, um, and was, you know, ready for her to open the package, oh, what do you got, you know, it's gonna be great, uh, and then when the package arrived, uh, it was delivered via drone, uh, so I fucked that drone, and it was amazing. <laughs> 
Are you picturing the? It's like a. The, Okay, that's my time. Oh boy. Ian Levy, everyone. Yay! I really enjoyed your pumpernickel joke, and I think you could, in Ian fashion, draw it out really long, like how you don't maybe want to say pumpernickel, but you're like asking what kind of bread it is, and you're like, it's dark brown. Like in the Ian way that you do yeah, things, yeah, where okay, you're like, it has like caraway seeds on it, and mm-hmm. it's like brown. Sometimes it's in a bagel, or whatever, and yeah. you just make it ridiculously, because you don't want to say pumpernickel, but then you finally do, and then it gives yeah, yeah. us that. Just an idea. I think you could give an example of like trying to be mad, like... Who left the fucking pumpernickel pie? And then, like, you can't, like, you start laughing or something. Okay. No, that's good. I think it, the, the pumpernickel thing is, is very funny. Um, the pause, I don't know how, like, how much you put into that, but I think it should be shortened just a little bit. Because I was like, uh, 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 but I don't know if you put any weight into that, like, how much pause you put in between that. Right. Uh, but, and then maybe, like, tag some shitty other bread, too. Like, you know, like, after, like, and then I think that's, oh, that's funny. a good callback too, like something else in your set, and then you fucking call back to Pumpernickel. Like that's got to be a callback somewhere in your set, because it's funny. And uh, just uh, seeing Ian reminds me of a joke that I did when I first started that brainwash. Jesus, Jew or jihad, and I'm bringing it back because it could go either way with the beard. <laughs> good stuff, man. I like the Pumpernickel joke too. Um, one thing you. Um, when you set it up, you said uh, nobody could get mad when they say pumpernickel. Yeah. But you started getting um, happy before that, like a few. So it kind of like threw me off. So maybe still be mad when you're like, is it pumpernickel? And like then get like really excited about saying okay. pumpernickel, because then, yeah. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Have you played with other words like pumpernickel, like in your notes? Because like snickerdoodle. Yeah. Is pretty fucking funny too like yeah no that's well if you want to even i mean sourdough makes you feel sad like if you say the word sourdough like it makes you feel it makes your mouth actually frown sourdough <laughs> right okay anyways okay. everybody eat levy yay bread all right we have two comedians left for you guys uh guess we have time for comments if you don't want them you don't have to have them but if you want them, you can have them your next he doesn't well your next comedian doesn't need comments because he's hilarious he runs the tuesday open mic at omg you guys are gonna love his jokes everybody it's greg gettle yay hello everyone uh so i work in the i'm a segway tour guide i work in the fisherman's wharf when i'm not doing this and uh and i'm a single guy you know and uh and I want more in life, right? I'm tired of being single. I want something more. And I remember when that moment when I started feeling that way. It happened last week in the Fisherman's Wharf. I saw a guy die on the top of a double-decker bus. Uh, he had a heart attack, and they were doing like CPR on him for 20 minutes, and he ended up dying. And, and, and his wife was also there, and his wife was crying over his dead body. And while I was watching this, all I could think about is that, that I want that. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like, I don't, want, I don't want to die, necessarily, but if I die, I want somebody to cry over my dead body. Because, like, dying on a tour bus, super sad. 
Dine on a tour bus alone? Way sadder. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you know that. Uh, it's way sad. And, uh, and as soon as that moment happened, I updated my Tinder to Tinder Plus. Uh, <laughs> Got to put yourself out there. And uh, Do you think she wrote a, a Yelp review <laughs> after the tour? Like, killer tour. <laughs> Three stars. No, I, I actually used to be a, uh, before, oh, I was a Segway tour guide, and then I became a bus tour guide, and then I quit because I almost died on a tour bus as well. I was, uh, we were going, we were coming back from coming across the Golden Gate Bridge, and I was doing my tour, killing it, everyone started doing this with their hands, and I thought I was like, yeah, this tour guide's awesome, yeah, hands up and down, and then we went under the pay toll, and I missed my head by that much. <laughs> Which is terrified. Uh, yeah, and like there were so many kids in the front row too. Like, can you imagine that Yelp review? Like, it was great until the tour guide's head came off. Uh, and that's how you, if you want to be remembered in life, die and have all your blood go over a bunch of kids over the Golden Gate Bridge. I promise you'll be remembered. They would cry. That is true. But like I said, I've been doing, I've been doing Tinder dates because I'm sad and I... Uh, and I was, I was on a Tinder date the last week. It was probably the worst Tinder date I've ever been on because she showed up like 30 minutes late to the date. I was about to leave, actually, almost. And she shows up, and she's like, I'm sorry I'm late. Like, it's been kind of a crazy day. My sister, she showed me a picture. Her sister's kind of a bigger girl. And she told me that her sister uh, recently took a knife, and she stabbed herself three times in the stomach for, like, a cry of help. And, like, she told me that her, her sister's okay, but it's like it's been a hectic day for her. And, and I was very, I was like, damn, that was, I, I didn't know what to say exactly. Cause like, that was one of the saddest things I've ever heard in my life. Like how depressing is that? Like her sister realizing that she's at least this fat. <laughs> Cause like she didn't hit any organs. She's totally fine. Like, isn't that insane? That means her sister has to lose this much weight before she can kill herself. Uh, <laughs> Very sad moment. Um, that's all I want to do tonight, guys. Thank you so much, everybody. Greg Gettle is fucking hilarious. I'm not even offended at all by the fat joke. I, it's so funny that it doesn't... It's great. It's Thank like, you. I'm like, fucking, it's funny. Thank you. <laughs> Usually I'd be like, I'm so triggered by your fat joke. And now I'm like, nah, it's pretty fucking funny. Cool. <laughs> sure. So we're good, right? Yeah, you're hilarious. Yay! raining here now. Go to his open mic on Tuesday at OMG. Your last comedian of the night. Uh, lovely uh, human being also runs an open mic every Thursday at Cafe du Nord. Clap your hands together in a slappy like motion for Jeff Dean. Thanks for putting us up. Um, I my roommate. I found out he plays Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I had I had so many questions, um, but I was afraid to ask because I feel like the more research I did, the more likely I'd want to play. You know, I'm just not ready for that lifestyle change. Um, uh, I've, I feel like older people have been telling me that like participation trophies have ruined our generation. Like we're entitled. What do you think, sir? Do you think? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's the case. I got participation trophies growing up, and like, if anything, they were a hit to my self-esteem. Like, I went to tennis camp, like, obviously, and um, <laughs> they gave us personalized ones, like best backswing, like, you know, class clown, and I, I got always smiling, 
like not best smile, just always smiling. I'm just wondering, like, when they were giving out these awards, they're like, what do we give Jeffrey? Like, fucking so awkward. Um, he's not good at tennis. Can't give him something tennis related or personality related. He's got that weird serial killer smile on his face. Always. He always does. Ooh, always smiling. Let's give him that. Um, yeah. It hurt. I won that two years in a row. I wasn't even smiling. I was, it was, I was squinting. It was sunny out. I didn't have sunglasses. Um, but I think really why we're entitled is because we don't have to take group showers anymore. Anyone notice that? I was so terrified after watching movies that in middle school I'd have to like take showers with all the other kids in PE. I was like, shit, I'm gonna have to show them my dick and like I might get a boner. I don't know. Um, and then we just didn't have to do that. They're like, oh, we don't, we just don't do that anymore. Um, so like my kid, he's not, I'm going to make sure he doesn't get participation trophies and I'm going to make him show his dick to his peers, you know, just like gather them all around or like when I'm interviewing for schools, like, do you, what are your thoughts on group showers? Do you force them? Cause my kid needs to become a man, you know? Anyway, that's that's all I got. Thanks, guys. Jeff Dean making his baby into a man. You really want to have a kid? Oh, okay. It's just I don't know. I just I I mean I guess you look like right now with that posture, you super look like a dad. <laughs> Sorry. Does anyone have any compliments? Comments? Anybody got anything? All right, that was it, you guys. Clap wildly, everyone, for each other and for Jeff Dean. Yay! Uh, hey, everybody, thanks so much for being here tonight and every Monday. We'll see you um, again on one of our open mics and good stuff. This Friday is a hell hat, so that's going to be a lot of fun on Pantastic's Comedy Clubhouse. We also have um, two new open spaces that are super fresh and sweet on Sundays from 4 to 6 and 6 to 8. So if anyone wants to be a weekend warrior, we have the time. All right. Good night. Thanks. Bye.
you're probably wondering, should I inject bleach into my eyeballs with a needle? Well, that's an excellent question. I'm so glad you asked. Statistics show that no. No, you should not inject bleach into your eyeball with a needle. Paid for by the committee to stop injecting bleach into the eyeballs with needles. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country, as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. Global lava markets do continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines. Vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! We are Unleash the Rain, and we're coming to you streaming live every Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. here at MutinyRadio.fm in the Mission in San Francisco. Because we need more rain in San Francisco. Yes, we're still in a drought here in California, but this is a business show, you silly man. Uh, I was hoping for a rain dance. Well, why, that would be a lot of fun, and we do have a lot of fun on the show. What we do is we help small and medium-sized businesses leverage technology to increase revenue and reduce expenses and make it rain for your business. Are you sure it's going to be fun if I listen? We are very fun. We're also real world. We are not messing around. We're going to give you the real deal. Cool. 
So I can send an email to Vincent at Unleash the Rain or Stacy at Unleash the Rain and ask my business question or my yes. technology question. Absolutely. Ask us your business and technology questions. We would love to answer those on the air. And then listen to our podcast or listen to us live on and, Tuesdays. And also Tuesdays. check us out on Facebook at Unleash the Rain. Well, hey there, San Francisco. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find Counter Offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini, and creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They get them! And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk come together with music from around the world with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds. This is the story of three strangers hosting an open mic. When comics stop being polite and start getting real. This is the Sick Sad Open Mic. Every Tuesday from 8 to 10 p.m. and every fourth Tuesday as our Sick Sad Showcase. Brought to you by Adrian Villalone, Valerie Vernali, and Katie Carnes. See you there, angsties. You're standing on my neck. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground 
Comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> L-S-D, fap, acid and fapping, fapping and acid, acid fapping, fapping and acid, miss you so very much it hurts me baby I just gotta I gotta have my baby back can't sleep can't eat because I've lost my sweet baby sweet I just gotta I just gotta, I gotta have my baby back Along in a tavern, people all around Laughing and dancing, painting the town Jukebox playing songs about you Songs with memories Making me blue Oh baby Come on home Without my baby I just can't go on I just gotta I just gotta I gotta have my baby back
is playing songs about you songs with memories making me blue oh baby come on home without my baby i just can't get along i just gotta i gotta I gotta have my baby back. fanatique de Rome comme Tifosi
Bendix, the Tomorrow People. What is the magic that makes one's eyes sparkle and gleam, light up the skies? The name of the game is Lightworks. I'm stupid, no one that shit when I probably really should have stayed. 